Hi, my name is Hina Solanke. Welcome to The Phil Fabulous Show. Hello, listeners, and welcome to this Mastering the Game of Life podcast episode. And I say listeners, I don't know if there's such a term as dual listeners. That might, that might denote there's only two listeners. But, uh, you know, that's fine if that's the way it is. Maybe two million. Who knows? But I say dual listeners because I'm joined by a lady that's on a previous podcast. And we're going to be doing a series of podcasts, a mini series of six around the six human needs. And the lady in question is Hina Selanke. Alina, either Helena, Port. <laughs> anyway, Hi. Listeners, we was talk, listeners, we was talking about authenticity. And if that tongue-tied introduction is not a great example of authenticity, I don't know what is. So I'll start again. Hina, a very warm welcome to you. Thank you so much, Paul. And yes, absolutely authentic. And that's that's just the most beautiful thing about this. And yes, listeners, welcome also to my podcast, the Feel Fabulous podcast. Yeah. So there we go. Uh, both sets of listeners um, an immensely warm welcome to, to you guys as well. So as I've said already, uh, Hina and I are going to be talking about the six human needs, the first of which is the need for certainty. So, Hina, I thought the best way we could probably approach this, because obviously it's such a massive topic and it's such mm. a critical area in all our lives, even if we're not aware of it. So I thought maybe the best way we could probably approach this is the old what, why, how. So, you know, what is certainty? Perfect. Why mm -hmm. is it important and how does it play out? So, yeah. So what in your understanding, Hina, what is certainty? What does that mean to you? Mm. Well, for me, it definitely means a sense of security. Um, it just feeling, um, you know, like I'm in the right place. Um, everything's going as it should be. I feel safe um, and I'm feel, you know, and I'm accepted in the world, I suppose. Mm. Significant word, isn't it, that you use this, security. So, for me, when, when we put it in the context of the six human needs listeners, certainty is our first human need. It's our need to feel in control and know what's coming next. Some would say predictability. Um, so we can feel secure, that word that Hina uses. That security is so important to us. And it gives us our basic level of emotional comfort. You know, we know what's coming next. And there That's is great... It, yeah. You know, there is great comfort, isn't there, isn't there in that? Um, because that, to a certain degree, helps us to avoid pain and stress, which, by definition, then gives us license to embrace and create pleasure. So I'd like to take that stage further just to set the scene. Our need for certainty is also a survival mechanism. It affects how much risk we're going to take or prepared to take in life, whether that's in our jobs, our career, in our investments, and more importantly, in our relationships. And particularly, and I'm sure listeners that, you know, most if not all can relate to this, in our more intimate stroke romantic relationships, you know, we've all heard that, or maybe we've, you know, we've got the story to tell ourselves, he or she broke my heart. Um, this whole kind yeah. of certainty, this is never going to happen again. 
I'm going to wear a suit of armour or whatever that is. And that's just a statement, really, that reflects certainty. Yeah. So the higher the need for certainty, the, obviously, by definition, the less risk we'll be willing to take or emotionally bear. And, and there's no judgment on that. That's not to say there's a right way or a wrong way. We have choices to make, do we not, as humans? And, you know, I suppose the old uh, saying is the more you're prepared to risk, potentially the bigger the gains are. But also, by definition, so are the losses. So that, uh, you know, for me, is essentially how I see certainty. Yeah. Absolutely. And I also, I think it also gives us um, clarity and just a bit of certainty for what comes tomorrow, you know, um, mm. just, a bit of, just a peace of mind. Yeah. And what comes tomorrow? Because by, yet again, by definition, what comes tomorrow, we're uncertain of, which is obviously, you know, we're going to move on to that in the next episode. So we'll park that one for a moment. But isn't it true that as humans, we, we want that answer now, don't we? We want, Absolutely. That, we want that certainty of knowing what that uncertainty is. You know, who's going to show in my life? Is this business going to be successful? What's going to happen tomorrow? I want that answer now. And that's where, obviously, our friend the ego steps in and uh, has a little bit of a, a play and leads us down maybe one or two blind alleys. But um, so from your perspective then, Hina, why, why is certainty important? Certainty for me, definitely, it's, it's also about routine. Um, I love routine. I like to know what's happening. Obviously, everything is in our control and it shouldn't be because we should, to a certain degree, flow. And if we're flowing, it, are we set, you know, does that come along certainty or is that going against certainty um, I think a balance of both so you want to be certain you want certainty in your life you want that security sense of security to know what happens tomorrow and for me that comes very much from routine so I like to know what I'm doing tomorrow I like to know what I'm doing all week I like to have a little bit of control in my week I'm not saying that it doesn't mean it's uh, you can't be spontaneous, but definitely um, having a bit of a routine, but flowing with it. So if you've got obstacles that are thrown in your way, knowing how to deal with them, but it's having that certainty, knowing um, and feeling secure. It's almost like a solid base, isn't it, that you can operate yeah. from? You know, when you've got your, I mean, listeners uh, and Hina's listeners maybe obviously there's no reason why you should be aware of this but certainly my listeners will one of the terminologies that I use very consistently is is dance you know we have a dance for me this podcast conversation is an exchange of energy yes. between, between Hina and I it's a dance and you know I'm very much into that exchange of energy and the, the fact that you know what step will we take next we don't know. But I think once you've got the certainty of knowing, okay, so we're going to do a podcast and we're going to have a conversation around certainty. Now, that in itself is, by definition, yet again, a large amount of certainty. But yes. where the uncertainty comes in is, listeners, we don't really know where the conversation is going to go because we are going to dance on a floor, a metaphoric dance floor. We're going to exchange this whole insight, ideas, thoughts, energy, emotions, call it what you will. We don't know where that's going to take us, but we've got a solid dance floor that metaphorically we're going to perform on. I hope that all yes. makes sense. 
Yes, absolutely. You, you know, actually, you just touched on something really important there. Um, by the way, my book is called Dance with the Universe. Every time you use the word dance, that always <laughs> takes me straight back to that. So I've got a big smile on my face at the moment. But um, yes, definitely. It's having that certainty, but then also allowing the universe to take you and having that understanding and that flow. And like you said, that dance, that dance should be open, you know, and let it be in whatever rhythm or whatever it needs to be. But it's the certainty, knowing your goals, knowing where you want to be, knowing who you are, that certainty, how you get to that place, which is what you just mentioned, I think is very, very important. How you get there, for me, it's having faith in the universe that I've put my I've put my needs out there. I'm certain about what it is I want to do, where I want to be. And now it's about flowing with the universe or dance get into the dance and let it let it just take you there absolutely absolutely there's a, there's a big element of faith in that isn't there because mm. you know when we're when we're in that very uh, and if i can be allowed listeners to speak from a, a personal perspective here and share um you know when we're in that that dark place of of insecurity of uncertainty you know, it can be very difficult then. You know, we cling to things. I cling to things for years. You know, we spoke around in the previous podcast around the when we were setting the tone for the, uh, or the dance floor, should I say, for the six human needs. And my, my certainty around drink, even though, you know, my needs were being met in a very, very toxic and negative way, they were still being met. And I think that brings in maybe... Um, I want to introduce that should word here, you know, because apparently the certainty in in, uh, in as part of the work that we do, one of our certainties is we should never use the should word. Well, I've just used mm. it. So there's some uncertainty. Anyway, that's by the by. But just to reinforce <laughs> that we can meet and we will meet our needs either positively or negatively. Obviously, the, the trick, if trick is even the right word, is to meet them in a really positive, self-empowering way. And that is the power of the six human needs. Yes. So for me, Hina, if I can just be allowed to share why, why certainty is important. It's for me, it profoundly shapes our behavior. The more certain we are of a belief, for example, so we're introducing our friend here, the beliefs, Boy, are they important and influential in our lives. So whether it's correct, that belief or not is correct, is by the by, because it's part of the story we've created for ourselves, isn't it? We create this story that helps us, depending where, what, where we are on the path, either survive or, you know, or progress. But either way, we create this story. We've got like a filtering system where, you know, well, I'll take that on board because that was pleasurable. Uh, I'll get rid of that because that wasn't. But it's all fabrication. I worked with a guy previously, um, one of the world's top practitioners, and he, he made a statement that all beliefs are false. Oh. It's something we, as an individual, has decided it's true. And Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, so that, that's an interesting one. But so sort of just to, to reinforce that, you know, why, why uh, certainty is important, it will be, um, it, it will just it will just influence what we do in our life. Because it's, as we've already said, 
it's that solid platform from which we're going to then start dancing. And as Ina, as you quite rightly said, how that dance unfolds, well, that's the exciting part of life. So long as we've got that confidence and courage to take to the dance floor and say, do you know what? I'm going to give it a go. See what happens. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. That's, um, I think that's so valid. Um, and having that faith, like you said, there is an element of faith. There's also elements of positivity. You use the word confidence, which I think certainty and confidence go hand in hand also. So it's having that confidence. Um, what certainty for me, it, I, I rock, I very much rocked that way. So I need to know what, what I'm doing. I need to know next month what my goals are, you know, the month after that, that's certainty, that's having confidence and courage. But like you said, how I get there is, is that's, I've got to leave that open because that's not entirely, uh, I can't control that completely. Um, I do believe I will get there and I, you know, know I will. How? I'm not sure. Mm. Now, how? And what a beautiful segue that was, Hina, to say, okay, so how does certainty present itself in our everyday world? I've made a, a note of 10 things that I like to share with our listeners, Hina, and just, they're kind mm -hmm. of, you know, on the surface of it, just one-liners, but I'm sure we can dig down into them. But so Great. if we can kind of, you know, have a dance around these 10 things, so how does certainty present itself in your everyday world? Because obviously some listeners will relate to it, others won't, and that doesn't make it right and it doesn't make it wrong. It makes it your truth. And so any, any kind of thoughts or ideas around certainty and how it presents itself in your world? Yeah, I mean, for, uh, sorry, is that a question to me? I thought yes. you were going to... Yeah, uh, or I can start, if you like, by, you know, cutting the thread and sharing one of mine. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm happy to go ahead with that. So definitely, as I mentioned earlier, for me, it's having routine. So certainty for me is having routine, knowing, am I going in the clinic tomorrow? Am I working on my e-commerce business tomorrow? Am I working with the charities? I need to know what I'm doing. Mm. It's not about being controlling. It's just about understanding... Um, not understanding, knowing for certain what I'm going to be doing um, so I can work around that. And it's being organised for me. Otherwise, I, it freaks me out. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, and has your, when you look back on your life, Ina, has it always been that way? I mean, as a child, were you of that, that disposition where you, you know, I mean, <laughs> can we remember? I mean, obviously, as we get older, we're more aware of what we're doing and, and particularly why we're doing it although sometimes we may not be. Um, so, you know, as you look back to your childhood, is that something that's come later into life, the need for certainty, or is it kind of part of your nature, what you've always been? You know, that's, I think that's a really good question because you made me deep, uh, deep dive there into my head. And yes, I've always been that way. Mm. Um, so when I was younger, even uh, just as, a, you know, just getting out of my teens and going into work, my wardrobes, everything could be very, very organised, you know, uh, whether it be short sleeve blouses, going to long sleeve blouses, everything would be super organised. Mm. Um, and even when I had my two children, you know, my two sons, you know, if I had an auntie looking after them one day, I had written everything down on a day-to-day -day schedule on what she needed to do to mm. look after my son. So I've always very much been that way. I just like to make things as clear for somebody but I am, it, I'm, not, I'm not militant. It's not like this has got to be the way, otherwise everything's over. I'm, I'm still open. They're, 
I just like some certainty. I like some routine to be there, but I am, I can still work outside the box. Mm, yeah. And the, yeah. Okay. So the reason I asked that question is because very often in life and, uh, you know, yet again, listeners, if I can share my, ex- my own example, as a child, yeah. I was very carefree. I had two beautiful matriarchs in my world, my mother and my grandmother, um, you know, the three of us and Rocky, my my dog. And and that was it. And life was blissful. I mean, we was extremely poor, but that didn't matter because we was immensely rich in terms of the one thing, in my humble opinion, that really only matters in the world. And that's love. So and that gave me license, although I didn't know it at the time. I was just carefree. I was loving. I was just so creative you know playing with rocky and just kicking a football around and just you know this whole kind of way of being and then that all changed uh, from the age of eight um when my mother remarried and my stepdad and that took us down a real dark destructive path and then as the the you know the days weeks months and years went by because my certainty had been taken away i needed to drag it back so i then needed to control everything because rather than just letting life flow i couldn't let life flow it was imposed upon me in a very yeah. dark destructive way so i had to salvage what i could with certainty and i've still got that very 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 strong almost military like organizational discipline that says x y and z pink link wow. stick what what it how it's played out for me listeners it's actually been an absolute blessing because the inner work that's now been done, particularly around the inner child, has allowed me to bring that creativity back, but within the organization of that that certainty, if that makes sense. So it's kind of that dance between certainty and uncertainty has emerged. I mean, it took decades to get there because I didn't know what I didn't know. But I think there's this whole thing, is there not, around when you do know, when you have experienced it, you may, you can pass that lesson on to others in a split second and they don't have to pay that price, you know, you know that, that we have to pay sometimes in life, if that all makes sense. Absolutely, it does. Mm. That's, that's very interesting. Um, so if I could share one of mine then around what one of my certainties in life is. Uh, yes. Life's events are neutral. The only power they have is what we choose to give them. Mm. Life's events are neutral. Yeah, that's really good. So let's think about a simple football match. So maybe this, I don't know, let's use the easy figure of 100 people at the match. One team playing red and one team playing blue. So, and the score's 1-0. doesn't matter to which team. The score's 1-0. Half of that 100 crowd are going to be elated. The other half are going to be dejected. But the one simple consistency is this. The result was the result, was the result, was the result. It was 1-0, whether it was red or blue. So the, the actual event was neutral. The only power it has as what the reds and the blues have decided to give it to give it if that makes sense and that was yeah that's a really profound i think certainty for me that's you know that's worth knowing 
Yeah, that's that's a really um, interesting outlook, actually, and quite different. Um, I would not have gone there. It's actually quite complex as well, but uh, it makes absolute sense. Mm. You know, do we give our power away? Because when we talk about certainty, Ina, you know, if we can be allowed to, you know, for me, no matter what conversations we have in life with whom, there is a thing called, well, there's two things for me. One is called energy and the other one is called relationships. Because mm -hmm. everything that we do in life, and this is maybe another certainty, is energy stroke relationship based. There's mm -hmm. obviously different levels of that, you know, the energy of anger, of love, of fear, whatever. There's all these different levels that, you know, vibrational levels that we can even talk about. Um, maybe that, that's another conversation that, you know, is for another time, another place. But this whole, but essentially, when you strip it back, isn't it about energy? What energy do we choose? Because we do have a choice. And, you know, that choice about letting, letting life happen through us, not to us. Because if, yeah. we, if we let it happen to us, isn't that really tantamount to becoming a victim? Yes, absolutely. I think also there's that saying, isn't there? So you can have your goals and have that faith, but it doesn't mean you don't actually get up and do something about it. Um, and that's kind of the same thing. So it's about having certainty on what you want to do, but that doesn't mean you just sit there and wait for it to happen because you're you know, you, you think, okay, well, this is how it's going to be. You need to put that energy into into whatever it is you're trying to achieve, um, you know, and, and then flow or dance with the universe, but be open, but the energy has got to be there. Absolutely. And maybe a simple metaphoric example is, for example, say we're in the south of England and we're going on a journey to, you know, to meet somebody in the north of England. So we're going to plot and plan and organise that journey. We're going to schedule it. We're going to put petrol in the car or go by train or plane or, or whatever it is. And then we've got to get off our backside and actually go to the car or the station. So, yes, we have to take action. But something might happen. The universe may step in, in, in and I'll say her, and I, and I get challenged on this, uh, in her infinite wisdom. Um, <laughs> and that really does open an ornate's nest. Um, but anyway, that's yet again another conversation, another time, um, and and take us on an alternative route. So we might be driving up north, and we're going down a country lane, and all of a sudden there's a tree across the road, or or the country lane. It's a, we've got to go a different road now. Or there's been an accident on the motorway, and so the motorway's closed, and we've got to go a different way. The point is. We are going to go. We're going up north. Now, it might take us longer. It might take us a different route. It might take us, you know, by a different mode of transport. But the reality is we are going from, yes. from where we are now. We're going to get there. Um, yes. And that's, that's the key thing, isn't it? Absolutely. So certainty and then action. Absolutely. Yeah. Take that action. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. It's taking that action. So that's been really interesting. Have you got any other um, uh, examples of certainty that you you can relate to this? Many more. And one that, I mean, okay, nicely um, following on from that car, travelling in a car example, one of the certainties for me, I'm a great believer in, in the use of, of storytelling and metaphoric language. So mm -hmm. if we keep looking in our car's rear view mirror, what would happen? 
if our eyes were fixed on that rear view mirror, what would happen? Right, well, we're sure going to have a little accident. <laughs> we're going to crash, aren't we? Yeah. So why is it then as people, as human beings, we expect a different result as we travel through life? We keep looking over our shoulder into the past and then we're surprised when we crash. Isn't the principle yeah. the same? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I've got a really good affirmation that I use all the time for this because it's so important. Letting go of the past for me is so, so important for you to go forward. And in fact, I have this affirmation written on a little post-it note. I work in a clinic, so on the seat at the back, I actually have it stuck there. So now and again, if I just, you know, forget, I'll just quickly read it. And my affirmation is... Um, uh, I let go of the past. Thank you for the wisdom. I am free. Mm, beautiful, absolutely beautiful. Yeah, and what a yeah, what a what a simple but powerful affirmation that is. That's it. That's it. And I think that is so important. You've given such an it's a very good example, actually, about the, uh, the um, rear window. I've probably used that one myself, but um, it's a really good example to try and help somebody understand that you've got to look in that front um you're going nowhere by looking in that back uh, window mm. the other one that follows on um quite nicely you know from what you've just said life champions emerge because they learn to let go of the pain from the past but not the lessons learned mm. yeah um, I've created like a boxing style um, meme for that where it shows you a world champion and you imagine that, you know, he or, or she for that matter, um, you know, they, they've undoubtedly to get to that level endured, you know, broken bones, injuries, what have you, you know, that kind of thing, um, which have been very painful. But that pain, if you can get over that, quicker, sooner rather than later, that's a surer way to get to the top. And it brings in that neutrality, you know, yeah. for those that have got the courage to keep going, keep going and let it go, let it go, let it go. And I'm not saying it's easy at times. I'm not saying, you know, it's very easy to talk on, have a beautiful conversation, listeners, is it not like Hina and I are having about the theory and the philosophy of life. It's another thing then to have to do it. And for me, that's where the courage comes in and, you know, and taking that action that, that you alluded to, you know, that, you know, okay, we've got this, we've got these insights, but then what we're going to do with them. So it's like, you know, we've got these tools. Well, they're great. They look shiny. They're brilliant. But what's the point if we're not going to use them? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Very good point. Um, again, I think it's, um, it's, it's, very much about letting go of the past and I just said then that I've still got it on a post-it note I've had a lot of therapy I've studied this an awful lot I've written a book about it but I still need regrounding now and again mm. um, it doesn't matter where you are you you know you need you need to just you always need to reground yourself um, things in life take you off course here and there that's completely normal so for listeners you know and that's one of the things in my book that I really am strong about is that I'm forever learning so sometimes people of you know they have these shows or they have these books and they say this is what you need to do but that's what you can do for part of your part of the time it will help you but it doesn't mean that's it and that's all 
to it. You know, you have to keep re-referencing, you have to keep relearning to grow and reground and pull yourself back. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and yeah, brings in yet again very nicely. Wow, this is segueing so beautiful. <laughs> you, you, you could almost say with a modicum of certainty, listeners, and it's not, I can assure you, that this was kind of pre-rehearsed. It, it, it's not, it's just the way it's flowing, which is beautiful. No, so one of the others, one of my certainties in life is to learn from others' mistakes more than you do your own. It's a very, very less painful and certainly less expensive way of learning lessons. You know, I suppose the modern day take upon that is if you can, hook yourself up with a mentor because he or she will guide you along those stormy seas of life or through those stormy seas of life. Um, you know, they've paid that price. They've learned those lessons. And obviously our lessons are unique, but there's also a lot of universal lessons that apply to all of us. And that's why, personally, I massively believe in the power of mentorship, that investment. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. I could back that completely. And I've done that. Mm. So another one on travelling. So we've travelled by car. We've spoke about looking in the rearview mirror. What about if we travel by boat or a sailing boat, for example? So if in life's stormy seas things are going against us and things are not flowing and we're going against the tide, maybe, listeners, just maybe, we need to adjust our sails rather than expecting the tide to, to turn for us. Maybe we need to adjust our sails to be in flow with life's stormy seas. Just a thought on that one. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely we need to readjust. So again, it boils down to certainty. We've got certainty in what we're doing, how we get there, um, that we need to work with. That is where we need to keep that. That's uncertain, I suppose. Um, and that's where, like you just said, we do need to reset the sail sometimes. We need to think outside of the box. We need to um, learn from mentors. We need to just, just try and do the best we can in the situation that we're in. Absolutely. Another one, we have choices. We absolutely, we are the master of our own ship. And I think it's fair to say, listeners, we lose sight of that. You know, life gets in the way. There's many cliches that, you know, the kids need feeding or work or, or whatever. Life gets in the way. So we have a choice. And I use this metaphor. Do we allow the tail to wag the dog or does the dog wag the tail oh very good i love these very interesting um we are in charge of everything uh, almost everything um you know i think like you said our mind is so powerful we it, it how 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 we go about everything is completely um up to us um so we control we have full control it's how we use it yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it is that choice, isn't it? And I think, you know, certainly for myself for decades, I, I didn't know that. And I was in victim mode. Why is this always happening to me? And somebody said mm. to me, Paul, the most three important words in the world, let it go. Well, yeah, that's yeah. All right. it's all right. You talking about your nice, fancy philosophy. You, you don't understand what's going on in my world. You know, and that justifying and that blaming and that criticism of, you know, a bit of what went with my world for decades of being in that darkness and 
and that victimhood and then it is about letting it go and saying do you know what paul the world doesn't tell you anything so get over yourself yeah. deal with it and start sailing a different course yes and, absolutely which brings in nicely listeners small changes can have a massive impact just you know we've all heard that that saying of take small baby steps take small baby steps and you know giving a practical slant on this so let's let's take the word bitter bitter's got that kind of connotation has it not of being cold of being horrible of being nasty but if we just change one letter in there if we change the i and put an e in there we've got the word better oh i love that just a small subtle change that is, that is such an interesting, such an interesting take, such an interesting take on that. Um, I think it's so important on how you, uh, you you mentioned earlier about letting, you know, successful people actually do, are able to let go of the past, but they learn, they keep what they've learned. So that's so important about how you go forward. It's no point having bitterness. I, I, I'm not, I don't, I don't work like that at all uh it will get you nowhere it's using negative energy you know you have no time for bitterness i have no time for bitterness i only have time to just move forward and what that says to me Hina, is which brings i mean there's many many more i mean we, we listeners we could go on for hours talking about these philosophies of life uh, from for which for me personally have become certainties they're not some nice fancy fluffy theory this is stuff that's taken me personally, uh, and I know Hina can relate to this because we've had, we've spoken yes. off air as well as on the podcast around that journey from pain to purpose. But you know, this is real life changing stuff. And um, there's one, I suppose, under un, umbrella is the word I'm looking for. There's one umbrella certainty, and yet again, I can only take responsibility for my own world and my own truth, as we all can. And that is literally, to quote a very, very well-known song, love changes everything. Mm. Yeah, love conquers the world. Mm. So any thoughts, Ina, uh, by, you know, this, this, this dance we've had around certainty? Any, have we missed anything for our listeners? Any, any add-ons or shares? No, I think we've given some great um, examples. Um, you've, I, I love your car analogies. Uh, they just put things into perspective really easy, help, you know, help listeners to understand what we're doing. Um, but I think most importantly, um, as you mentioned, is that we have, we've had to deal with these things. We've had to let go of things in our past. And we're here today because we are still here today and we would like to share what we've learned absolutely so is it probably well i say is it it's appropriate i feel Hina, at this point to to share our contact details uh, for both sets of our listeners so i invite you in ladies first and all that the active chivalry listeners lives on so ladies first <laughs> so how can how can people get in touch with you Hina? so paul uh, listeners can find me on my feel fabulous podcast Hina solanke on instagram and facebook uh, my email which will be linked in at the bottom um yeah you can find me that way and how about my listeners paul how can my listeners find you 
probably the, um, you know, I have social media profiles, but probably the easiest way um, just to wrap everything up in one umbrella um, is, is to visit paul-low with an e.com, my website, paul-low.com. And from there, you'll be able to um, access my Mastering the Game of Life podcast um, and various other bits and pieces, also the books that uh, I've been involved in and, and all that kind of stuff. Wonderful. Thank you. So maybe the best way, Hina, for us to sign off now is to offer uh, both sets of our listeners um, one one piece of kind of parting advice around the subject of certainty, whatever that may be. So ladies first again. Yeah. So certainty, just uh, make sure you know where you're going, uh, where you're flowing. Um, you feel secure and comfortable in the world. Superb. And for me, listeners, it would be very simple, which nicely segues into our next episode around uncertainty is about embracing vulnerability. And a lot of people in life don't want to even entertain that word vulnerability. But I'll leave that thought with you. And all that remains now for yet again, both sets of our beloved listeners is to say, remember, mastering the game of life starts by embracing our hearts. Thanks for tuning in, listeners. 